0: Since the till small. Uh. small Since the small, uh. ziggy, small, ziggy, 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 small ziggy. sounds demented Call weed sent it If I said it, I meant it Bite my tongue for no one Call me evil Or unbelievable If, if, if I said it, then I meant it What I mean. said, I meant it If I said it, I meant it There's no way around If I said it, I meant it I'm apologize If I said it I meant it, it. If I said it I it, I
1: said it. It, I said it. Welcome everybody once again to the If I Said It I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue
0: for no one. Welcome
1: back, dude. Kevin Sheo coming to you once again, as always, with my good friend. Not always and forever though. Well, we try. <laughs> Richard Vasquez. What's up, we're man? Reunited and it feels. It was the so longest good. two weeks of my life. It's uh, you know what I'm glad. I'm glad we're here together
0: well yeah because it was actually i guess longer than two weeks because if you think about the time i was in san diego yeah
1: from the time you left after the show plus the next show then the next, next show, show then the next show and then this oh, one four weeks yeah i mean i've i missed you did you go through withdrawals inside me yeah it's i miss coming inside of you i i, I miss coming here <laughs>
0: So what's up, man? What's new?
1: It's been busy. You went to San Diego yourself. I did go to San Diego. I was okay. in San Diego at the end of last uh, last week for a court. Qu- we basically crossed each other on the 5 freeway. Pretty much. Um,
0: I was yeah. going up and you were going down. Well, you know,
1: sometimes you go down, sometimes you get up. Uh, I'm glad I didn't see you crossing the freeway.
0: Uh like, with my family with the little kids. Yeah, they
1: took those signs down, though. Oh, did you they? know? No, I I haven't understand. seen any of them, but...
0: You probably didn't go that far down in San Diego.
1: No, I... I well... I don't know. I went to, like, downtown.
0: Nah, you still got to go, like... Is well, it still got, yeah,
1: like, closer? Like, last like U.S. exit? Another, tw-
0: another 20 minutes. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Is that where the signs are? Yeah. They used to be around Pendleton, though. I remember them. I don't. I, I just, do. I yeah. just know that they had the two titties. Oh,
0: yeah. But, that, but that's not in Pendleton. That's, like, uh, still, like, an hour away.
1: So... I snuck my fiance down to San Diego. How do you uh, sneak
0: her to San Diego?
1: Well, I mean, technically, I didn't sneak her, but I didn't tell the company she was coming and staying in the hotel room that they paid for.
0: Oh, I don't think that matters. I
1: don't. I don't think it does either, unless we tried to file some like insurance claim or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: like she slips and falls in the yeah, hotel.
1: But um, so we're we're driving down there, and in in actuality, when you go to San Diego, you pass two nuclear power plants. And she pointed out that okay, so first you pass the titties. And who the like? Some perverted architect thought I'm going to make these titties.
0: It oh. might not even been been an architect. It might have been an engineer. Possibly. Yeah. That decided that the whatever's inside is going to flow a certain way, yep. and it needs to be a dome with and on nipples on t- on top. We need to put two lights so that uh, airplane's already it or whatever with the nipples
1: case with nipples. But then we're passing another one, and she goes, "What's that big building?" And it's literally like this phallic looking. Uh, circular penis-shaped thing that comes straight out of the ground. (coughs) And you know it's a nuclear power plant because you see all of the power cables coming off of it. And she goes, that one's titties. That one looks like a dick. Where the balls. Where the fuck are... And probably from the sky, they look like balls, but
0: who... Maybe from the sky, it looks like the dick's fucking... Maybe.
1: Yeah, like, I I don't know. But you just got to think, like, these nuclear engineers who spend... So much time in the books. Come on, it's like Disney, like the front of the Disney and all. Well, of the Well, they, they say things.
0: that uh like Disney movies, they would put like perverted things yeah. in them and shit. Like what is like the Little Mermaid the had a penis like,
1: on the front, or the guy. Well, and
0: then the guy got a heart on or some shit.
1: Oh, I see. I did see that one. There was one in Aladdin, something about like taking off your clothes. I didn't. I didn't see that one, but I definitely saw the penis. They took that out now. They did now, but on the original little mermaid cover. Like the one with the There's a dick. There's a dick. There's a dick. A big
0: dick. Who was Oh, speaking of dicks, Marco Perpeto's on. Who was Who was on the
1: group thread that sent the Shake Weight commercial? I don't remember. Probably like, Robert. You got to know You got to know people are fucking with you. Like, come on. With the Shake Weight? Yeah. Yeah, people bought that. Well, and you got to know if you're a nuclear scientist and you're making 2 titty shaped nuclear power plants people are going to notice
0: oh he said good girls take their clothes off aladdin
1: mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: is that what he said i think so yeah no uh, bad girls do ciao
1: but i love uh, we every time we drive to san diego we wait for that perfect lineup because when you come at a certain angle it's not right but you get that perfect lineup where they look like perfectly shaped titties picture time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you take a the go. picture. It's when you're driving like it's at an angle. But, it, it yes, it's yeah, it is. At an angle when you're driving. Like, cuz if you come up this way it doesn't look the same. No,
1: it does not. You have to time it right going south. Going down. Yes, exactly. So, um yeah, it's it's San Diego was cool, man. It was it was nice to get out there do the business thing. Um <laughs> And do the business? Do the business, get the business Well, I think mean, there's there were issues there, but uh the Oh, at flow. <laughs> Well, we talked about it before. It, it really, we wanted to be clear, good to go, ready to smash for Stagecoach, mm. but priorities. It came at the sacrifice of the business conference, but uh, but yeah, it was. I mean, she binge watched TV all day, ordered room service. I went down, shook hands with people, came back up when I could. Uh, How
0: far was the conference from your room? Pretty close. Oh,
1: same same hotel. Oh, that's same cool. hotel. I went to. Uh, we went to the, the Double Deuce oh yeah that's cool spot on it's i had so much fucking fun like i'm not gonna lie i that was the best recommendation i think you've ever made for me really it was so much fun the bartenders were cool we sat at the bar the whole what about night. that ointment i told you about when you had herbies that that's well it only i let you borrow my flare-ups. i let you borrow my ointment I, well the thing was that it, sounds like you you pretty good recommenda- recommendation for me at first you didn't tell me that it, you, it was an ointment yeah. so I just I took you it like took it orally yeah, I took it orally and then <laughs> when that didn't work, where else do you put medicine you, in in the butt? And that didn't work either. So finally uh, I rubbed it on the the spots
0: Oh uh, damn. Marco said that he's mad that he, I didn't make time for him when I was when he was in San Diego. I was a little busy. when I'm was sorry. he in San Diego? Uh, during the time that I was out there? Oh okay. sorry, dude. I apologize. I'll tell you more later mm. but dude hey i
1: didn't even know marco went to san
0: diego so thanks for letting
1: me know because i had a cruise down and made time for richard but uh also gone to san diego with marco so i guess really it's all relative who's S- the asshole
0: so um speaking because you said you're going to uh stagecoach this weekend yes uh yes. have you heard that song old country or country what is it called by little nas x i know you know what i'm talking about
1: yes have i do heard? uh cu- country roads country the roads, country roads? Yeah, yeah it's country roads right
0: so did you hear what happened with that
1: I did, I um, did. Uh, it's full. So first off, it's Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus.
0: Yeah, but originally, though, he wasn't on it. Oh, he wasn't. No. I didn't know originally. No, no, he originally wasn't. he wasn't on it. Okay. And Billy Ray Cyrus came on after because they kicked them off the fucking uh, country billboard or whatever. They said it wasn't country enough. So I heard the song. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about country. hmm But it sounds country to me. To so, me, I don't know fucking country. Okay. And the reason why I say it sounds country to me, because if I hear like, I don't even know who the fuck, I don't know. But I've heard songs that you've given me. I can't even think of an artist, honestly. (laughs) I want to say Chris Stapleton, but I don't know. That'll work. No, I know that's an artist, but I don't know if that's somebody that makes music similar to him as far as like rock and roll-ish. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, no. There is a song that you sent me. For those of you that don't know, I DJ. And whenever I DJ weddings or parties or whatever that require country music, I always go to Kevin. He's my go-to guy. So... You given me music, and I feel like it sounds very similar to it. Mm-hmm. How is that country, and, and what he's doing isn't? Or, or do you? I mean, you heard the whole story, right?
1: I did. I read the yeah. I read the story. I did my homework on this uh, this topic, and you know, I I feel like while I'm not in the music business, in the biz, in the biz with quotations. The bottom line, I I am. The local expert in country music. I I, I was the only five year old who enjoyed listening to country music. In high school, I definitely listened to rap, I definitely listened to rock, but more so because of where I grew up. I listened to country music from the eighties, the nineties, the two thousands, going into the teens and then the twenties, God willing, I lived that long. And so well, it's there- like two years from now. Well, this weekend I may not make it. I'd be quite honest with you. So here, here, a couple of things that I read because I read the article on them removing uh, Little X from the Billboard Country musics. There, there's some things that I do want to point out, and on the larger topic, are there racist people in country music? Yes. Are there, are there racist
0: people? Period. Yes.
1: Are there racist people who listen to country music? Yes. Make country music? Yes. Produce? Yes. Is it the same way with every genre of music? Rock, rap, hip-hop? If there's a difference between rap and hip-hop? You know, yes. So, do I think it was racially motivated that they took
0: him off? See, he got horses in the back, wranglers on his back or some shit like that?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, he's talking... I think he's talked about a tractor and... old. But was it racially motivated? Yes, it was. They took it off because... He's black and it's a hip hop song. But one thing I do want to point out just for the record is that it wasn't people who listened to the song who said, take it off. Billboard took it off. Yeah, I know. And so why my question back to you is why does Billboard have the right to tell me what I
0: hear in that song? Uh, I I mean, I would go, I, I don't know the answer to that question, Right, um, right. but like, when it comes to hip-hop, right? Hip-hop's taking a very big, like... It's a very broad genre now. Now, huge genre. Huge, right? it, yep. it's, it's, it's it's very diverse. So, like, if they're going to say that Post Malone's hip-hop, which I don't think he's hip-hop. I think he's more R&B than anything. Okay. But that's fine. Whatever. I'm not going to argue somebody that says he's a rapper. Okay? But how is he able to be hip-hop, but then this guy can't be country? Because he's dabbling in all fucking right. uh, genres of music. Like, So... A question that I don't know, and I don't know if you have the answer, if you don't. I I mean, don't. We're, I'm not an expert. Yeah, in we're, we're not anything. experts. I don't have 20 years of experience in anything. When? when well, in some things. <laughs> yeah. Masturbation.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, how, why, why? why did you think exactly what I was thinking? <laughs> I don't know, because I was like, I'm 15,
0: 20 years ago. Well, <laughs> and
1: I was thinking I've got decades. But anyway, do you know and... and When an artist submits a song, do they choose the genre or is it like people listen to it and go, that's this genre or that's that genre? Because if he's putting it in country music, it should be country music. If he were to say, no, I'm going to put this on hip hop, then play it on hip hop. And one thing that that I read in this article that stuck out to me and, and what I think bothered me most about this, this song wasn't number one, right? Or,
0: no, I was like top 12 or some of that. But it was, they or said right, it was, top, top, I think it was 12 or like in the top 20 or something.
1: But they said it was climbing and that at the pace that it was at, it would be number one.
0: Well, yeah, like Marco just said his son can't stop singing it and he's fucking, So let, he's like 10 years old.
1: So let me ask you this. If that song was climbing the charts, it tells me that people like the song. Yep. Yeah. So, if a song. But it's not
0: ours, that's what they're going to say. But it's if that's ours. the
1: case, then why was it climbing to number one? I don't, But I don't know yeah, what but it makes sense. It could just be
0: plays. Okay. It doesn't have to be necessarily people that are like, oh, I'm looking for country, and then I want to select this. Because he submitted under country right. by who I don't know. Whoever. Yeah, okay. And every time he gets a play, so if Drake were to come out with a song and he said it's country, mm-hmm. and he is the number one song in the, in the United States, he's going to be number one in all On genres all the, okay. or whatever genres he submitted to so I
1: guess my question is how and they have to have the analytics on it how many of those were repeat plays how many of I don't think and, that matters but I think it does because if people are repeat playing it because they they are listening to it that's telling me that people want to hear it no it, what
0: I'm saying the reason what, why it doesn't matter is because they don't want him to be a part of and that's the that's country life and that's what but I'm like saying but like they play Taylor Swift Taylor Swift hasn't been country in a long time very pop very pop. She hasn't been country in a very, mm-hmm. very long time.
1: So one, one thing that I want to point out.
0: So is it country to you or no? To me, yeah. It, okay, so I'm so, going to answer
1: that two ways. I'm going to answer that two ways. Uh, in a broad aspect, if you want to make art, whatever it might be, in this situation, music, and you want to say, I'm identifying what I create as country then it is, to me, it's country. Whether you like it or not, whether it fits or not, if I say this is, I'm making this, I'm putting it out under a country label, then it's country. I can listen to it and go, that's crap. I don't want to hear it again. Or no, that's that fits. I like it. I don't particularly care for the song. It's It's got a good beat. It's catchy. It's okay. But I'm not super pumped up about the song. But once we started talking about it, I almost got defensive for Lil Nas X. No, he's country music. If he wants to be part of this genre, he's country music. Darius Rucker used to play for Hootie and the Blowfish, which was a very popular band in the like late 90s. Um,
0: Nobody was named Hootie and the band wasn't...
1: They were not the Blowfish. Blowfish, no. <laughs> but he left and now he's doing country music. Well, do we kick him out? Because no, you started in pop and now you want to come here?
0: Like, well, uh, Nelly did the same thing. He, he's been in a couple country songs, right? Yep,
1: with Tim McGraw.
0: Yeah. And again, Nelly... Over and, and the, over again. It was an okay song. Kid Rock... That song reminds me of when uh, my first girlfriend broke up with me because that oh. song had just came out. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I, I didn't like the song
1: anyway. But uh, Kid Rock did a song about <laughs> wanting to be a cowboy that was never played on country music at all. Yeah.
0: Um. So I... I th- Yeah, Kid Rock's played on a lot of country and a lot of it's just not country, right? Ex- it's like more exactly. rock than anything. Yeah, you're right. So this is racially
1: motivated and I'm going to, I'm going to get defensive and and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to say this is a racially motivated action on the part of billboard and not necessarily on the part of all country music fans. Though some are probably like, no, screw it. He's black. I don't want him in our genre. But for the most part, people love Darius Rucker who is black. Uh, because he's a good artist, it doesn't hurt him that he's black. Let's just call it what it is. But he's a good artist. I like his music. I've liked all but maybe two of his songs. There's and I, and I got this down, and I have 29 seconds, so we can't we don't have to pay any artists' rights or anything like that for it. Good. But I have a song. I don't song. like paying anybody. I I don't like paying those hookers that you got, but I don't think yeah they were good. from Mexico. We're well, good. okay, good. Um, is that where we got the herpes from? Yeah. Yes. That's where I got the
0: cream from too. Yes.
1: I wonder it didn't work. So this is a guy named Colt Ford. He's a big fat white guy. You tell me if this is country or if this is rap.
0: I don't see any difference between that and what, what Little Nas X is. I don't know. The, the only difference is, I would say the beat, because you could tell this guy's playing a guitar or he has a band with him.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So there's like more of an uh, acoustic or like a live okay. feel to it. Sure. But you can do that same beat with the fucking drum machine. Mm-hmm. Like you can still do that melody. This guy just maybe didn't have access to a fucking band. You know, but he doesn't sound any different.
1: You know what? Here's, I, I go back to the fact that it has to be racially motivated. It, it has to be. And while I may be wrong, and I will, I will openly admit that I am biased and probably a little bit more defensive and not necessarily as level-headed in this aspect, I'm going to say Billboard is being racist, thinking that they're doing country music fans a favor. This song, if it's popular and people want to hear it, do not get in the way of a up-and-coming artist's success. I don't particularly care for the song. I, I It's it's okay. I've heard it. But that's not the argument. But that's not my yeah, argument. That's not the argument. But now I'm at the point where if I have a vote, I'm saying, no, play it. I'll I'll sit through three and a half minutes of a song that I don't particularly care for. <coughs> I don't even think it's that long. As support, if nothing else. Because if he wants to be part of country music, fuck it. Let him be part of country that's music. That's the reason
0: why he came out with Billy... Billy Ray Cyrus? And he
1: shouldn't have to. Billy, is that his name? Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah. yeah. Which is, by the way, uh, Smiley Cyrus' dad, Yeah, who is not country music.
0: Well, he fucking made that Honky Tonk song or whatever, right? He is, yeah. Uh,
1: not Honky Tonk. He did... Fuck, he did an awful... God, that was such an awful song for us. Isn't it Honky Tonk? No, he did... Um... Oh, shit. God, it was such an awful fucking... It set country music back 30 years. Um, Achy, breaky, hard. Yes.
0: How <laughs> do which, I know that?
1: <laughs> which, oddly enough, I've heard in Spanish.
0: Yeah, I've heard it in Spanish, too. I actually have this song in Spanish. I, I hear it, and like I
1: see people do it like dancing in Spanish, and I just think that was the most embarrassing song for us, and like people are pumped up to hear it in Spanish. You, you can like, have we're it. We're
0: cowboys, too, bro. It, that is true, but you know what? That was just a
1: different type. That one you can have. Not, not really.
0: We rape the we rape the horses right off on the women. No,
1: not really. I've gone to boot stores, and you've got the bisas and the white dudes buying the same boots, same hats. It's usually a difference in shirts. Like some are silk, and then some are denim. And then the pants, there's all bisas in the white pants section, and then there's all white dudes in the uh, blue
0: pants section. I but take offense that you call this bises.
1: Really, I have a bises <laughs> sign. Like no one can get mad at me. I uh, I gave birth to one. Um, but right, it bothered, well, it, 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 you know, And this is on the verge of me going to Stagecoach. Uh, so it's a little bit... I, I take offense to it. I really do. I didn't like the song.
0: They should have allowed him to go to Coachella. That would have probably been a really big breakout for him. Fuck
1: Coachella. I think he should go to Stagecoach. No, you're right. But I think
0: Coachella would have been...
1: A good halfway point. Yeah. It bothers me. Like, let the, let the dude... Play the genre that he wants. Let the cons- And I guess <laughs> on the bigger picture, it's like political. I don't need the government telling me what I want. Let the free market system work itself out. I don't need Billboard telling me that this isn't country, so
0: we're taking it off. Especially for the reason they use. Yeah, we listen to the song and we we dubbed it not not country. Don't judge. I judged it like, as country. What's, what's country? Like I like I would love to know the parameters. Then I would know the. I would love to know the parameters of all this music because. It's not going to be categorized by just these five or six categories. You know what I mean? Like uh, rock, hip hop, R&B, fucking gospel and country. Like
1: I'm trying to think. There was a hip hop song where it was like, I think Coolio. He had all an orchestra behind him. So does that have to go in
0: classical? No, they want to keep that as far away from that as possible.
1: Exactly. But that's my point is you're listening to it. If you're listening to the beat and, and the music and the sound of it, Damn. that was a classical fucking song. Put it in. Cl- make that argument. But because he, he talked fast, that was rap. Just because little Nas X speaks
0: well that, it, quickly. If you're, if you're going to use that, he didn't even speak that quickly. No. I, I, listen, again,
1: I didn't care for the song. But I want the guy to have his shot in country music. If that's where he wants to be. Look, I am an Asian kid. Prove it. I'm an A- I am an. don't know how. Want my driver's license? <laughs> I was
0: going to say, put your dick on the table. Dink.
1: <laughs> I'm an Asian kid from East L.A. That uh, sounds uh, weird in its own right. Right? Who loves country music. So are you going to tell me that I don't fit in that genre? I don't, you but don't. I like it. And I want to go and yeah, I You enjoy. don't
0: fit in both genres. I don't fit
1: in any fucking genre. I. You, be, you, belong,
0: you belong in either Albani or fucking... It, yeah, and, or what,
1: and what fucking beats do Asians produce? Nothing. Like, you got to have like that chingy chong sound. Or that gong. Gong. No, no I'm sorry. Let the guy, just because he's black, and I'm going to say it for everyone. It's because he's black. Billboard. Took him out of the country music category. Fuck you, Billboard. Put him back. I want him to have his shot. If he makes shit music, then let him crash and burn. Well, and he'll then, just
0: crash and burn on the country side, but and it, he'll make it on the hip hop side.
1: Then that's fine. Yeah, let him do that. I don't need you telling me. I don't need you telling him he's not allowed in a genre for whatever reason. If he can make it, great. If he can't, then he fucking can't. That's up to him, not up to you. I, I, I'm willing to jump on someone's side who made a song that I don't like because what's right is right. Whether I like the song or not, he deserves his shot in country music. That's it. Like, I, I get fired. It bothers me. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off
0: now. Ooh, you want to hear something? That nah, didn't piss me off, but... Uh, okay, so for those of you that don't know, last week I got a new job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I started last week. I knew, and, I knew, by the way, I just, I wasn't allowed to say anything.
1: No, no, no yeah, yeah, I <laughs> Um
0: So I started last week, and, and for those of you that don't know what I do, I sell industrial metal, uh, which is super exciting, I guess. Oh, look, Candice is on, speaking of her. But, dude, I got nervous. So I was on, I was, <laughs> I was on the, I made a fucking phone call to call a customer. And I'm like, right when they answered, I got nervous and I hung up. What?
1: Really? I don't know why.
0: I don't have no fucking clue. Like, I didn't know. I didn't have an idea of what I was going to tell them. I didn't have, like. Uh, are
1: your phone numbers blocked? Because I'm sure you called them back and he was like, this is the number that hung up on me.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> speaking of me, what does that mean? I don't get it. Uh, I think she
1: says that we're talking about her. Yes, m- we are talking about you. Yeah, well,
0: friends. I said, hey, Candace, because you just joined. Yep so anyway so i sat there and i was like why am i nervous and i and i got it i think it's because my boss was right there so i made a phone call it, wait wait
1: wait you hung up on a client in front of your boss
0: well he like they answered and i just hung up and I, he didn't know that i was oh okay anybody. so like i hung up and i sat there and i was like dude what the fuck's wrong with me so i pick up the phone again and i make a call the guy answers i i, I talk to him and i sound very like choppy like uh well uh like and i was just like what the fuck's wrong with me so whatever that day just it was to me it was just a very like bad day it was just a bad day so i got home and i just kind of like sat there and i was like dude what the fuck's wrong with me like what like did i lose like my touch like for for those of you that know like i'm a pretty good salesman like i can oh all of a sudden
1: you're modest about it Fucking I, I, wave us out, bro. I'm you're the, the best fucking salesman in the world. I'm the greatest fucking. Thank is. you. Oh, fuck, I didn't know who I was sitting across from for a second.
0: <laughs> I got let me. I, that's what I that, let me. I got to tell you the buildup. Okay, Oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm I'm sitting there and I'm talking to myself like, what the fuck's my problem? Like, like oh, like is, did I lose my touch? Like, am I not that good? Like, and then I went to sleep and I had a dream, right? And I don't remember exactly what the dream was about, but it was pretty much like somebody just punking me, like, like you're fucking, like you know what you you know what to do, you know what to say, like da da da.
1: Super motivational. Team. Yeah, like in my Speech head, in my head. head
0: though, right? <laughs> and then I woke up and I don't know, somebody posted something on Instagram. It wasn't like a, a inspirational post, but it was somebody that I had given advice to okay. about like sales. And I just laughed at myself and I was like, dude, I need to fucking man up. Like what am I fucking afraid of? Like my 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 key thing to everybody whenever I talk to anybody about sales is what's the worst anybody's going to tell you? No. No. Yeah. Once I got that in my head, I got to the office and it was just like boom hey this is richard just wanted to call and let you know that i'm not at so and so anymore but stella
1: got her groove and i back. fucking
0: just was hitting that shit like bah, 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 bah. I was calling people calling people calling people dude but for that one day mm-hmm. i questioned my fucking sales ability and it was it was a very humbling moment so maybe that's why i said right now that i'm a pretty good salesman because mm-hmm. up until that point i was like flawless dude I, th- I thought i could do no wrong and i got mm-hmm. fucking nervous
1: you got tiger woods bro
0: dude i know i fucking got caught with you, a
1: night iron in my window and shit you were tired so i <laughs> tiger woods has been inspirational to me recently and, and i don't know that he's necessarily like a good guy know no, no, he's a bad guy but i don't know he's but, not a good husband but he was a bad guy no, he was a bad husband no he was a like a dick to other golfers. He was a dick to the media. I'm sorry, if you're a dick to people, you're a dick. Like, okay, True. so maybe
0: he's not a bad guy.
1: So I he's got, just a dick.
0: So I got what I deserved. No, no, no. But, but, Good thing but, it only took a day, not 10 years or 14 years or whatever it took Tiger.
1: But so Tiger was a dick, but he was a champion. Then he got beat. Then he went to sex addiction rehab. Damn, I wish I would have went to that. Then he got a DUI, ended up in jail, back surgery where he couldn't like wipe his own ass and clawed his way back to winning the masters like but there, I'm glad but there you're was a change comparing
0: me to tiger. <laughs> but,
1: there, but there was also a change in him. Yeah, people so. were saying like he was a lot nicer to people, he was more friendly, yeah, like humbled. he was ultimately humbled and I think that's probably what you went through like fuck. Here's my humbling moment. But I think what it does is it will make you down the road a better salesperson because you can't enjoy true happiness without like, sadness, right?
0: <laughs> Candace said he's getting late, that's why. I believe her. Well, that could be too. I, I, I think that's for sure. Like, he's probably getting more pussy with, like, random girls, even though, like, he has a girlfriend.
1: Wait a minute. You can't say more. He was fucking 19 different... He was fucking more women than holes in golf. Okay. So
0: he's, he's fucking more than he was maybe three he, years ago. He maybe had more quality. Well, yeah, definitely that, three years ago. That's what I'm saying. Definitely three Not years ago. more yeah. overall, just but more just... than when he... So exactly. he's getting it in more often. You know, sometimes you get that backyard. It does.
1: It does. Well, it's I don't I don't know that he was fucking a lot with He was like fucking
0: porn stars and shit.
1: Well, when he had his back surgery, have you ever thrown your back out? You can't fuck. It doesn't work right. I'm just saying. But that was your hunt. Like you had that moment of like, oh shit. And then like the clawing your way back up.
0: There I'm just glad it only took a day, because honestly, like, dude, I was fucking when I was making those phone calls, I kept looking over my shoulder like. Fuck! My boss is listening to me. I sound like a total fucking. First impressions.
1: First impressions. Oh, dude,
0: it was terrible. And then after that, it was just like, bah, bah, bah. I knew what I knew what to say, how to say it, you know. And it was very, I, I, you know what it was. I just needed to get like a a structure out for myself, right? Which I didn't do. I, I like raw dogged it, which is probably what I shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? I should have put some protection on. Yeah. Wrote out like a script. Yeah. Which is everything I fucking tell people. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take my own advice. You gotta, yeah, you got a little cocky yeah for sure i thought i could just step in the batter's box without any fucking hacks in the uh during batting practice and just fucking hit a home run and instead i fucking struck out a little a little little pride before the fall yeah i don't know so but I, i i feel like i had to admit that to the people like you know to the dozens and dozens of listeners like i can't just be this fucking cocky salesman or whatever and Not show my my weaknesses or my most vulnerable moments.
1: So I watched a a video recently of... What kind of video? uh, Not that kind of video. This is a serious video. I watched a video of the... A brother and a sister? That's pretty serious. uh, No, this this was the Navy SEAL. Oh. Who the movie Lone Survivor was about? Ooh, I don't know. Okay, Lone Survivor, Mark Wahlberg. If you haven't seen it, fuck. Watch that movie. I hear he's the only one that survives at the end. He is. And he's talking to a, a college... And he's like, yeah. So uh, I fell down a 2000 or 200 foot cliff. I broke both my shins. I broke my fibula. I've been shot four times and I was laying in a hole and I said, well, I'm going to die. And I just laid there. And then I said, you're being a little bitch. (laughs) Get your ass up and get to safety. This was a guy who three other of his partners had died in his arms he had broken every... Oh, he had smashed his face and he had swallowed his tongue. Oh, that's cool. Because he bit his tongue off. He had swallowed it. So he had to make himself throw up so he could get his tongue back. And he looked at himself and said, you're being a little bitch. And so what he did was he drew a line in the dirt as far out as he can reach. And he crawled to that line until his toes crossed it. And they he said, if I'm still alive, I'm going to draw another line. And that's what he did. And then he crawled... Seven and a half miles with two broken femurs, a cut-off tongue, a broken skull. He had been shot, and he just kept crawling seven and a half miles. That's how tough you are, sir.
0: (laughs) Not anywhere close, but yes. You said,
1: Richard, you're being a little bitch, and you picked up that phone, and you sold the flange. Yes,
0: that's how it went down.
1: That's That's exactly
0: how it went down, honestly. Same
1: fucking category. My first
0: sale was... 250 flanges.
1: I, to me, I'm putting you in Navy SEAL category, sir. You you said, you're being a little bitch, and you drew a line, and you drug yourself. Shot, broken, bleeding, you drug yourself, and then you said, I'm going to make another sale. Elbow. Elbows this time. T-joints. I
0: think what I just thought was- Nipples. <laughs> was, uh, pro, I forgot a movie, it was Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross, or one of these Wall Street movies, when he's like, first place- Gets a new car. Second place gets a set of steak knives. Third place gets fired. Like that's what I thought. Like fuck, if I don't figure this shit out, I'm gonna be fired. <laughs> so let me fucking get on this phone and start making some fucking sales.
1: You know, so in the banking world, I've 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 been in the sales. I'm, I'm kind of in sales now, though. I don't consider it sales. What I do, it's that's for no, it's it's like relationship management. I call people. I make sure they're okay. And like you said, uh, first. First or top salesman gets this, second salesman. It's such a drop-off. What I've noticed over the past like 12 years, tw- 20? God, how long have I been in banking? Uh, hey, you
0: worked at McDonald's.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, how long have I been in McDonald's? Is, um, God, I started in 01. 18, 18
0: years. Jesus. Jesus Christ. I've been in my industry 13, so.
1: Every top salesperson I know gets fired like the quarter or two after they're the top person
0: why they burn themselves out
1: i think because they burn themselves out i think some of them were doing shady shit remember i worked for wells fargo at i mean mcdonald's at one time
0: (laughs) mcdonald's pretty shady
1: those top salespeople at wells fargo they're not there anymore i mean there's a big loss that's that's what
0: used to happen when i sold phones like because i was always consistently like in the top 10 yeah um and then like six people get fired yeah, because like, they're
1: doing shady shit. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
0: See, I never got fired. That's the reason why I always tell people I was the greatest cell phone salesman of all time. And I always shot. I never got fired.
1: I always shot for number two. I quit. I saw the people dropping like flies when they hit number one. They get their trip to Hawaii. They get back. They get fired. And I was like, nope. Number two.
0: You know, that's what happens with the NBA coaches. Whenever they win uh, coach of the year, that coach has been fired the last like four years. Really?
1: <laughs> like the following year?
0: <laughs> no, like that coming, that year. Like, really? Because what happens, they win coach of the year. They go into the playoffs, and they lose in the first round, and they get, and they get axed. Jesus. I never so, knew that. I'm a it's little. like a bad omen to win Coach of the Year. Right?
1: It's it like being on the cover of Madden?
0: Yeah. That sucks.
1: Unless so, no, you're Tom Brady, apparently. Uh, yeah. So we glanced over that, though he did miss a year. No, nah, but not. When, was it not that not, year? Not the year that he not
0: was the on year. the okay. cover.
1: So we glanced over getting to your nervous moment.
0: We didn't really glance over it. Right?
1: No, no, no. I said we glanced over the fact that you got a new job. Oh well, congratulations. Thank you. So you're still laying pipe though? Yes. Okay. But that's big. How has my pipe
0: or the job? Yeah.
1: Little column. My, a, my, pi- my pipe's column modest. B. It's definitely it's definitely a wide pipe, but yeah. maybe not like twenty footer.
0: More OD than length. Okay. For OD outside, outside the diameter, yeah. yeah. For those you don't know.
1: I'm I'm a banker and I know that. Um how's it been? We had a topic one time of like changes and differences and things like that when somebody
0: starts a new job. Um, well, comparing it to the last job I had. So yeah. every company that I work for in our industry has been what you would consider a small business. Okay. Uh, although the second company I worked for, which was Columbia Specialty, they, were, they went from a small business to a, I don't know what you I don't know what the... It's not considered a medium sized business because that you don't get like a I don't know, you get to put it on your card when you're a certified small business, but when you you sell over a certain amount and you you're not that anymore, right? So I don't know what it came in what it turned out to be, but anyway. But you know, you go walk into the owner's office and fucking say, like, hey, whatever, blah. blah. So it's still to, to me considered a small business because you're you have direct access to ownership. So This job is way more in line with Columbia Specialty as far as that. I can call the owner and be like, A, B, and C is happening or whatever. I don't like this or whatever, right? Where my last job, it was very – they try to be more corporate than what they really were. And the owner was afraid to take, like, risk even though, like, someone like me where I have a a long-term relationship with people would say, like, hey – you don't need to worry about this. I'll put this in my hands. I'll make sure this order does this. Blah blah. blah. I'll make sure to collect on it. Whatever, right? Yeah. And they still the old like, fashioned.
1: He's good for it. Like they're they're good for it. Let's just get this
0: out. Exactly. They were not like that. This mm. guy is so down with that kind of stuff hmm. because he's gonna put. He, he's. I already see it. He's like, you said you're gonna put your name on this, so I expect when I hit you up to say, hey, the payments due. You need to be on the phones. I don't want my guys wasting their time. Right which I'm okay with. Whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Cuz that's something that I said that I do. So anyway, uh I just feel a lot more like I feel less free because I had way more freedom at the last job because the ownership wasn't so close.
1: Okay. Uh
0: but it's okay to have a little structure. Now, I did have some uh, some different um options to go with, and one of them was a co- real corporate option. <laughs> Like I clocked in and clocked out, which sounds mm. weird to people. I haven't clocked in and clocked out of a job, yeah, since I worked at Super A in high school. <laughs> that was the last time I clocked in and clocked out of a job. When I sold phones, I never clocked in and clocked out. Mm-hmm. Right after cell phones, I went into this industry, and ever since then, I've I don't I don't clock in and clock. I yeah, I, I, I don't even know what the fucking time card looks like. I mean, I do, but I mean right. sarcastic. But so this other job was like, yeah, you got. Clock in. You got to take a fifteen minute break every two and a half hours or whatever it is. Yeah, you got lunch lunch to lunch be before, before a,
1: this time and this time.
0: And I'm just like, whoa! Like, look it. I know there's labor laws and I know that I'm supposed to do certain things, but I'm a I'm a salesman, right? My job is to take care of a customer. Yep. If they call me during my lunch, I'm going to take care of it. Yep. Because that's what I need to do to keep that customer. And that la- that, that other company wasn't about that. So yeah, that's not. Which is weird to say because most people are like, oh, fuck that. It's not, it's not, it's not my job or yeah. I'm not going to take care of that. I'm and on I,
1: lunch. Don't bother me.
0: Listen. I'm, not, I'm not that kind of person. And I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sick. So if you can't hear it.
1: I'm going on vacation. Technically, I'm on vacation. I was talking with the executive vice president of our company and I basically told her, like, I'm, I'm probably not going to take my laptop on vacation, but I'll have my work phone. Understand that... You're going to be inebriated. I, I'm, I'm probably not going to take it to the concert, but I will check it when I can, and I'm in a, a situation where I can't. She said, we're not going to bother you unless we do. And it's like, most people would say, oh, fuck that, it's my vacation. I, I, you want to, if you want, I'm trying to move up
0: in life. If you Those want are,
1: a big boy job, you've got big boy responsibilities. Well, a big boy
0: job with big boy money you ain't gonna you like for people that want to make it's funny when i talk to people that want to make more money yeah and they're like i want to do this i want to do that it's like well what do you do for work oh i do this okay what else are you doing yeah like you need to do Mm -hmm. more than what if you want
1: minimum responsibility get a minimum
0: wage job like it's unfortunate the people that that, that i surround myself with Mm -hmm. all have the same mentality if you look if you look at our group of friends yep especially my group of friends like uh, you know including the, the guys you know and then and then the people on the outside like they're all above and beyond people right you know what I mean they don't just do their job right and there's a reason why all of them are in positions that there are i mean I don't know if Ken is still listening but you know she started off at fucking receptionist dude mm-hmm. she started off answering phones and taking care of a p and AR like and now she's fucking running shit in the warehouse like operations manager like she didn't that didn't happen by accident you know that was a lot of hard work over the course of time Mm -hmm. asking for more responsibilities going above and beyond you know doing a lot of shit i mean you know she's a a successful individual and it's not like it's like she's i mean it's not rocket science yeah she's like a smart person don't be wrong but like
1: not downplaying your job candace but it it it's not rocket science. It's not but, designing but, nuclear but titties. But some people
0: make it seem like it is. But she puts a lot of uh, of Ooh. things up front, or like uh, like procedures up front, to make her job easier or make everybody's job easier, where people didn't think about those kind of things.
1: So, I will say that a good company, a good boss, a good environment will emphasize a work life balance. My boss, we had a yacht event, like where we had clients on a yacht outside of the Grand Prix. And she said, do you want to go? I said, you know, it's on a Sunday and Sundays is the only day that I have a full day to spend with my son. She said, then in no way do we want you to show up. But you better believe if there's an event on like a Wednesday, sorry, Rich, you're doing the show by yourself. I got to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It is what it is. And like, that might be saying, coming up.
0: Actually, that, I need to talk to you about that But since we're on the air. We'll uh, talk about that out No, there? we can talk about it now. Okay. Um, but that might be a case because I have an outside salesman that comes up Wednesdays and Thursdays. Right. And he wants to take people out on Wednesdays. It is what it is. So, you got to do it. But I don't know it. if that's going to be the case all the time. But
1: And like last week, I had a conference. Sorry, dog. Like, yeah. En- enjoy this, but this is work. And... Like again, what I do isn't rocket science. It's it's, you know, two all beef patties, double cheese, double sauce on
0: a Hey, I've sesame seen the movie The Founder. Right? It's a lot of work, dude. So, a lot of science put in that. It
1: is. But I think anytime you start a new job, you should always and my boss told me this, it's like justify your paycheck. You would be surprised if every day you woke up and said, "I'm going to justify my paycheck today." A lot of days you realize like, ah, fuck I I wouldn't have paid me. But then once you kind of get into the habit of like, you know what? Like, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, I worked. Yeah, I worked. You quickly realize like, fuck, I'm doing a lot here. And, uh, and you know, it's great to have people tell me like, fuck, you're going on vacation. Give me step by step of what you do every day. It's like, I don't have like, I don't have time. Well, then take your phone because if there's an emergency, I need to call you. Like, I. it's always great to have a ship that runs itself. But it's also good to know that you take on so much that on a vacation they may have to bother you.
0: It's Well, it's a double edged sword because you don't want to be the sole person cuz I feel right. like I feel like you're putting yourself in a position where yeah, you're making yourself um you're indis- taking on as much indispensable. indispensable. Mm-hmm. But you're also like not really helping anybody grow mm-hmm. like that doesn't well, seem like something you would want. I wouldn't want that.
1: You're right, but Again, you're at a small company. There's nobody really that you're helping grow right now because there's just. Yeah, not there that. is though. Is there? You don't know that, bro. Oh, okay. You're getting you crazier. I mean, you didn't mention anything. Well, I earlier. don't need to. Oh, okay. I'm the, thought... lead,
0: I'm the lead salesman there.
1: How many salesmen are there?
0: One, 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 oh, one, one below me. But one, he's actually a warehouse guy. One plus that's one. He's trying to be a salesman. One plus one. He needs to sell 100000 a month for three months and he could get promoted to sales. That's and cool. And it's my job to help him get there.
1: Huh. Well,
0: that's pretty cool, right? Yeah.
1: It's kind of sucks that your some, success, some girl named
0: Crystal Nine Hundred Nine has joined.
1: It kind of sucks that your success is based off him. Like, I don't think he is, and I think you would recognize it pretty quickly. But if he was a shit salesman,
0: like fuck. I, I mean, he's not great, but I feel like he's so new that he can be molded into. Oh, okay. Like th- that's the thing about what we do. We're not. We're not really salesmen. Like mm-hmm. I've done real sales. This is not real this sales. sales yeah. No, this is like. Customer service with, like, a sprinkle of sales in it. Like, the things that I'm teaching him are how to think outside the box. How to, like, think of situations a little differently.
1: You bought flanges. What are you putting together? He's probably doing a this project or that. Okay, so, so like, the flanges that we use for our microphones, right? They have holes in them where it looks like they're supposed to be screwed into something. Yeah, I'm not saying your company does this. But if I'm a salesman, I'm going, all right, you bought 200 flanges. Do you need... 600 screws yeah bolt bolt kits for them or bolt kit like what are you playing do you need the screw kits to go into them okay let's get you those that
0: that's like actually more um like extensive like sales i'm talking about something as simple as the customer said you know what i have been looking for a new vendor i buy this at this price can you find it for me cheaper okay so what this guy did was he got his price. or Let's just say the price was two dollars that they buy it at. Okay. He got his price at a
1: Okay, so I can get it for you a dollar fifty. Why not dollar
0: Okay, or why? Not I don't $1.90? know what you. Mar- I don't know what your spread margins are, but I'm what? looking to just no. But I, what I'm getting at is Cut the difference. The margin doesn't matter. Okay. If you already know what someone's buying something at, right? Then try to make as much money as possible. True because what you're doing what you're doing is you're saving the money and you're still getting the job right so what 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 does it matter whether you're making 40% or 10% it doesn't matter right you're getting the job and you're saving the money
1: it i would say it depends on what what the margin is on it like why does that matter because you need to save yourself room for undercut competition to
0: you could always go down you could never go up you're right it's way easier to go down than it is to go up. You can justify that high price okay. in a lot of different ways. And I would say that for everybody in, the, in any industry, no matter what you do. you in, in the banking industry, you give somebody a high interest rate, and mm-hmm. someone comes back to you and says, so-and-so up the streets giving me a four and a quarter. You gave me five and a quarter. Did I? Let me look at the paperwork real quick. Let me call you back. Or hold on one second. <laughs> and you fucking... I am so sorry. I must have added a zero... I don't know what I... You know what? Your price is actually four and an eighth. Or whatever. 4.125 okay. inches. Yeah. So I, I work in fractions.
1: Well, and yeah, and you're going the opposite way. But You want to go
0: down. You want to go down because somebody else offered you four and a quarter. And then you offered them five and a quarter.
1: If you're talking loan.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
1: I don't work in loan.
0: I'm just... I'm giving you an example, Oh, because okay. you're in the fucking banking industries. <laughs> But that's what I'm getting at. Like, so no to get a lower interest rate. Like, I get what you're saying. Your job is to create that relationship with somebody so they can give you that information. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to give you that information, you need to use that. Against it's really them. easy. Yeah.
1: No, not use it against them. Use it against them. I don't. I don't.
0: Maybe that's not what the right. Maybe that's not terminology you like. Okay. But that's that. That's bullets. I call that those are bullets for your gun. Every single time someone tells you something, mm-hmm. you put that in your fucking gun. And then when you need a fucking no, you don't tell them like, well, you told me. You just say like, whoa. You, i'm sorry like you want to pay four and a quarter i'll give you 4.125 hmm. that saves you money right let's get this deal let's get this deal going
1: you like, do you you look at sales very violently it's not violent it's just a it's gun just, is violent
0: well dude you're talking you about
1: taking bullets and shooting your clients
0: well only for the good of okay. my bullet.
1: okay i mean if it saves you money it saves that money too it makes you profitable kill a makes man. yeah kill a man if it's profitable yeah i got you anyway um
0: I don't know. So I, just said, I, have, I just
1: said split the difference just because. But see,
0: that's it's probably easy. why you're not a salesman. Yeah, it's easier. I am but a what, salesman. But what's easier, though? Like, what, what's really easier about it? I, it was just easy for me to do math off the top of my head, real quick. <laughs> you, don't, you, you, don't even do, you don't even need to do math. They're telling you to pay $2. If I give yeah. it to you for $1.80, yeah. I'm saving you 20 cents a foot. You're buying 5,000 feet. You know, okay. I'm saving you, what is that? I don't know. 500 bucks, $10,000. I don't know what the math is on that. I don't know either. 20 cents times 5,000. Nah, I don't know what the math is.
1: I guess my question is I look at it from the from a relationship management point of view of is it worth it for them to a lot of times I offered to save a client a nickel and maybe it's a different maybe it's a different world because moving from one purchasing company where a supplier. Buying from one supplier and then buying from a different supplier might be a lot easier of a move.
0: A transition? Yeah. Definitely easy. You just versus, give it the appeal versus giving it to somebody else.
1: Versus like a relationship, like a banking thing. Cause I then have to start working with your IT department. No, yeah, See, that, that's way more intense. And so for me to tell a client, I can save you 5% by coming over, they automatically look at it and go, is 5% worth the hassle? Because I can make it as easy as possible, but it's still a hassle to change banks. Like, would you take your bank account right now and move to a different bank I don't even account? want to change
0: my bank account right now, and I want to, but I don't even want to.
1: If they told you like, hey, we can pay you an extra $5 interest a year? No. You're like, no. But if I was to tell you, hey, look, moving your banking relationship will pay you an extra $250 a year, would you move? Maybe. It would be more interesting. Maybe. I mean, I could always go up and offer you $300, 400 500 yeah, it's, but it's, I have it's, to it's, offer it's, you a value.
0: It's definitely different. But
1: So that's, that's the only reason but, I split the but, difference. But the people, you're getting on my case for splitting the difference. No, it's just the number I came up with I know, but on if, the fly, if you're, not knowing if, your industry. If I was teaching you, I would right. say,
0: that's fine. You can do that, and I'm not going to be mad at you. okay. But here's what you're leaving on the table, you know. Yeah, but I 30. don't know what I'm
1: leaving on the table. I don't know how much money it no is. No one knows. You said two fifty versus
0: a dollar eight. No, no, I said they are paying two dollars. What your okay? Co- two dollars. A lot of times in sales, cost is irrelevant. No, I get that. Cost is irrelevant. So I get that. Regardless what 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 your cost is, what are they paying? What's the market at? If the market's two dollars, mm-hmm. and you sell it to them for one85 five, you're saving them ten percent right. off the top. Ta- off the top. Right. Percent. Then what's the what's the problem? Okay, so what's somebody somebody
1: told me one time. Would you drive down the street? But what, is, the what are they, what what minute, are they doing
0: differently though? What are they? All they're doing is instead of sending the PO to you, they're sending it to me. It's still going to be delivered when they want it. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to save them money on their uh, on their costs when they're mm-hmm. building whatever they're building. So instead instead of them that material costing them because it's ten percent over the course of thousands of feet.
1: But that's the difference. You're talking the percent of what you're purchasing it at
0: what they're purchasing at okay th- fine that's what they're purchasing story. it at. right my cost
1: is irrelevant R- correct your cost is irrelevant but what you're saying is, is are they willing to just say yes to save 15 cents that's a lot easier because there's 15
0: cents a foot okay. is a lot
1: 15 cents a foot times x amount of feet i get that but is it worth it for them If it was just $0.15, you're only going to save me $0.15 and I got to add a new vendor into my system, uh, my my ERP system to send you a check, $0.15, no, it's not worth it. I'll just go with the person that I already have. But $0.15 times 10000 is worth it.
0: Especially if this is something you buy all the fucking time. Right,
1: but it doesn't take them work. Because you're talking percentage, would you drive
0: past Target to go to some place twice as far? I do that. In, I did that in Pico all the time because the fucking tax rate was so fucking high. To save shoes that cost
1: fifty bucks would be twenty five. Would you drive extremely far to go? Yeah, you're saving
0: twenty five bucks. Yeah, went to the Citadel the other day to get some fucking shoes.
1: But <laughs> would you go? To the Citadel to buy, but you're also you're, an iPhone that was twenty five. Okay, so hold on, hold on. No,
0: you're okay, but you're also talking about two different type of buyers. Correct. You're talking about a consumer versus a a purchaser at a company. Correct. It's not their money, but you know what it is? Their job, and their right. job is to save the company money. So if they go to Mister Owner and say, "Hey, right. I just saved you eight hundred dollars because I went from buying this at two dollars a foot mm-hmm. to a dollar eighty five, and they bought five thousand they buy five thousand feet every month." I just saved you $800 every single time I buy this, which makes us an extra 800 bucks on the, on the bottom line. Who looks like a fucking genius?
1: No, I get that. The purchaser. But you didn't tell me that it was I, $2, actually, $2 times 10,000. I did. I told you it was 5,000 feet. After I said split the difference of $1.50. But 50. it doesn't matter,
0: even if it was. But it does
1: make a difference because you're talking 50 cents versus $50,000. Okay,
0: but you also got to understand a lot of these things that these people buy mm-hmm. are being put into production. Right. So it's not just... 15 cents it's not just it it's over the course of time because they buy a bunch of this stuff on a a regular basis so it adds up every fucking time Mm -hmm.
1: that's not what you presented to me bro two dollars i'll save you 50 cents i I
0: only said two dollars because i was trying to get i only said a dollar
1: fifty because you were getting on my fucking case about it let's come back we'll take a break welcome back everybody thank you for hanging in there with us while we uh, paid some bills uh, literally
0: we, um we literally were talking about that last topic even into our break right now
1: yeah no it, there's some things that go on behind the scenes we should do like a behind the scenes show
0: no nah, we should but
1: pay-per-view there's like that way of, we can a lot of
0: things that we talk about that we probably shouldn't be talking about well that we
1: can vet out certain individuals who we're talking about <clears throat> if you <laughs> if you think it's you it's probably it's you. probably you, it's yeah. probably you um yeah we we had i, I would say that um And I keep using um and uh purposely because I don't want dead air. And I'm trying to find the best aspect or the best. Cock, balls. Penis. The best way to to go about this. I think that you and I have very different viewpoints of how
0: to approach sales. But but, the same end goal. That's what matters. Well, well, yeah. But I think. I could work with that. As a, as a manager, I could work with somebody that I have the same end goal with. I can't work with somebody that doesn't have the same end goal.
1: And I think, like we were talking about, we are approaching the conversation that we had before the break regarding sales and, and numbers and how, what, the, what the spread margin might be. I think we are approaching it from two different aspects, and I think it's important that we do touch on that, is that when I'm going to a sales meeting or, or a pitch, let's call it a pitch, whatever the industry, the widgets that we're selling – I'm going in it from a cold calling aspect. I'm asking you for you, or I'm asking our client for their business. So I think I have to be a little bit more lenient in the marginal spread. And I'm also looking at it from a relationship point of view in that I'm asking you to, to pack up all your stuff from your house, put it in a truck move it over to my house, I have to, I think, offer a little bit more to get that inconvenience out of you versus somebody who is coming to you and asking you for a new house. Like, I need a new house. I have to offer that house at a little bit of a lower profit margin to convince the person to move out of the house. Versus somebody who comes to you and says, I'm looking for a new house. I need a new house.
0: I, I Your think, thoughts? I think you're just being too specific. When it comes to like sales, in my mind, I understand what you're saying. So whether you're going after business or business, like someone's showing interest in, in you, is that pretty much what you're getting at? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. So like I had a conversation. I don't know if she'll feel good about me explaining this to her. But a whatever. person. Let's yeah. just say a person. She has a business and she's having trouble getting people sign up okay for that business right right so i gave her some sales points from my point of view Mm -hmm. whether they work for her industry or not i'm not sure i've followed up with her and oddly enough she hasn't responded so or him no it's her oh um so for those of you that are ever trying to open a business or whatever like there's there's a couple rules of thumb in my mind okay one like what's your end goal like what are you trying to achieve okay like is it is it a certain dollar amount? Is it certain amount of accounts that don't equal that dollar amount, which is obviously probably the same thing, but yeah. that's just you breaking it down more. Is it, um, I don't know, whatever your end goal is, usually it has to do with money though, right? Secondly, it's it's how are you going to get to that end goal? Like what are, what are your, your... Your path. Yeah, what's your process? Okay. Okay. And a lot of times people can get to that point, but they don't know how to execute, okay? Okay. So what she was explaining to me was, she gives away like free passes to join you know the gym whatever or whatever, it, is, whatever right? it might be. Okay. And then they get there. She gives them a, a, a tour. hmm And then she goes, Okay. And then they go enjoy their one week of or two weeks or whatever well, the gym membership. Of or, gym membership, right? Okay. And I was like, So you don't ask them for a sale? Uh-huh. She's like, Well, I don't know how to. And I'm like, well, like, how do you expect somebody to sign up? Mm-hmm. And she, I felt bad because I felt like I was talking to like, I was talking down to her like she was like a three-year-old little kid. Right. But that's literally like my mindset as a salesman is, well, how do you expect somebody to buy from you if you don't even ask them if they want to sign up?
1: So so piggybacking off of that, and I, I think you're 100% right. I don't know that day one is necessarily the right day. I disagree. But if you're coming day two. no. No, no, no. you would go day one
0: have you ever gotten a gym membership ever yes I have okay have you ever gotten those... uh, what what
1: kind of question is that no. sir
0: <laughs> so wow have you okay my second question is Ouch. have you ever gotten the one free of the, pass those free passes yes what's the first thing you do when you get there check in no yeah you check in and what's, what, what do they do after that
1: they make you go through the physical and then they and talk they, to you about
0: what are you like they basically do you talk to a salesman the pitch yep yeah. okay mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing Okay. My advice to her was go get a three-day membership. Okay. Go to the gym and see how they close you. Okay. And if you ever gone to a gym, they take you in there, they do whatever, you know what I mean? And then the guy walks you around the fucking gym, starts asking you what's called qualifying questions okay what are your intentions what are you trying to do are you trying to tone up are you trying to fucking bulk up are you trying to lose weight are you trying to do this are you trying to do that and they're asking all these questions you know blah 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 oh, what are you going to do this summer you want to make sure you look at that pool parties whatever the fucking thing is right gotcha and they sit you down and they ask you what do we have to do to sign you up today? These are the plans. What can we do to sign you up today? And you go, oh no, I'm not ready. Like, what are you not ready for? Is I mean, did you say you wanted to bulk up? Did you say mm-hmm. you wanted to look good at the pool party? Did you say you wanted to be more healthier? Like, we're here to help you get to that. It's only going to cost you a dollar a day. Whatever fucking sales pitch they give you, right? If some like you said, if somebody's showing up to your location, which is what her goal was, right? With those free uh, one week passes. She should go into closing mode right there because they have yeah. interest. No, yeah. The I, interest is there. So that's why I say I disagree. So hold on, let me, let me let me let me explain more, right? Right. So we talk about that, or whatever. She's like, oh my god, like I never thought of that, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you need to get down to the point where you have a fucking laminated sheet, show somebody the rates, and then have a fucking marker and be like, okay, what's wrong? You 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 can't pay this? And just start fucking you're the owner, like you can do whatever. you can fucking sell them at whatever you want to sell them at. Right. I'm like, but then let's say that you're doing that and you're closing people. Right. A good salesman, your closing rate should be like 20%. It actually should be like 30%. But if you're closing about 20%, it's decent. Okay. Even at, at a, just asking for the sale, you should be able to close people at 20%. Okay. So I was like, so your goal should be able to bring a hundred people in a month. And to, and then from there. Clo- yeah. You, you work
1: backwards on the number. Yeah. I need X number.
0: So you do that. You bring in the 100 people, you start closing 20 people a month. 20 times 12 months is 240 people, mm-hmm. whatever, right? That should achieve whatever goal you want. Now, if your goal is to sign up five people a month, then whatever 20% of, of that number right. that you need, you need to bring that in. Now, let's say you're bringing in that number. Let's say it's 10, right? And you're closing 20% you close people a month. But the truth is you're only closing one person a month because you're not that good at what you do. Okay, so what you need to do is you need to start bringing in double the amount of people because you're not that great of a salesman. Play the numbers you, you game. You have to play the numbers game. Okay. And these are the kinds of things that like, I think of when it comes to sales. Right. These are the kind of aspects. So, like, exactly the same road you were going down as far as uh, it depends if someone's not looking versus someone is interested right. is the same thing. But when it came to her case, somebody came into her building. They're looking. If somebody for this. walks into your building, they are interested. The question is. Yeah. Are you good enough closer to get them to fucking sign up or not? Right, and that's what it comes down to.
1: And and maybe I agree.
0: You agree maybe. with everything I fucking said.
1: Maybe I don't agree. I, ah, I don't whatever. know. But here's see, because here's the thing. I look at it, and maybe okay.
0: So maybe I'm not separating
1: the forest from the trees.
0: No, you didn't shave your fucking dick. That's why. Huh? There's a forest next to the tree.
1: That's very different. Oh, okay. I consider that a fallen log. Okay. But, like, I'm looking at it from the gym membership point of view. When I walk in on one of those, like, passes, I want to see the gym before. I, because me, and maybe I'm the minority.
0: You probably are. And I don't tell to people like you. And you're Asian. Wow, you're,
1: you're fucking racist. racist. Whoa, first racist. off. Racist. I
0: said the racist comp- after I said it on <laughs> yeah, people true. like you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, like, okay, so using the gym membership point of view, if I'm walking into the gym... I want to see what the gym is about. Like, I want to go in. I want to see if you have all of the amenities, how it is, what, how busy it is. I, If you sit me down on day one, I'm automatically, I've already said no. Like, I'm not going to say but no. Not,
0: but, that's, but you're part of that 80% that I'm is not the, worried about. Okay.
1: I don't know you if I am or you not. You
0: can't sell somebody that doesn't want to be sold.
1: N- not on day one. But I'm not saying that I don't want to be I'm sold. Sorry,
0: if you come day two, you're sold. Okay, and that's a and different that, that's aspect. a different conversation because once you come on day two for me, in my eyes... Oh, you're in. You're signed up. It's you're just a in. matter of you putting that pen to that paper. You, what you're trying to do
1: is get all seven days of the workout in, and then on day eight, you're going to sign up. Yes. And that and I, and I will say from the gym point of view, you're right. If I'm going into a gym and I have a seven-day membership and I'm willing to talk to you for 15 minutes first...
0: It's longer than that, but yeah.
1: and But that's the problem for me is I know when I walk into one of those seven-day passes... I just want to get through day one and all of your and from a from a consumer standpoint I'm gonna say I'm just trying to get through all of your bullshit so I can go experience it if my experience is good if I enjoy the the weights the aerobics the uh, women's changing room whatever it might be the then people. I'm coming back day two and I'm gonna sign up but I but I don't want you to charge me until I get a free week which is fine but that's and that's I guess I need to, as my growth in a salesperson is, start trying day one. But I just know from me, day one is like I, you I'm not going to say that. Not
0: everybody thinks like you. You're you, right. You don't, you don't understand how many impulsive buyers are out there in this world. Oh, you're right. That that need you, like, if, why would you want to give somebody else that money or that opportunity to close them if right. you have that opportunity? Are you doing anything worse than that other person? Honestly, are you?
1: Oh, no, no. Okay. To answer your question, no. So no.
0: so why not you take advantage of that situation, or that person's impulse, impulsive... Uh,
1: Personality. Yeah, or choice. whatever it is. You know what's funny is, I'm going to answer that question.
0: Rick, Rick's the most impulsive buyer that you know? He fucking is.
1: Oh my God. That guy is a 35-year-old man who comes home with like drones. Toys. Yeah, shit. like little kid shit. But what's funny is, I'll, I'm going to answer that question is, from what I do versus what you do is a different viewpoint. A person who comes to you for sales and is impulsive and just willing to buy is a closed sale for you and you're done. For me and in what I do in my McDonald's job, it's not just one sale, it's the relationship
0: and- Well, so I'm not gonna agree with that either though. But why? Because my okay, with what I do in my industry now, mm-hmm. it's way more relationship sale than, but, uh, than selling something and never talking to the person again. I deal, I've been dealing with the same people for 13 years. You're right. So I don't, I don't agree with that.
1: But see, what I work under is a contractual ob- obligation. For you to do business with me,
0: I don't. Yeah, so I think my wait, wait, sales are more wait. difficult because I don't have any contractual obligation. Yours is bottom leave, line. They, they could leave me tomorrow.
1: Yours is bottom line based. And it's not
0: always bottom line based. It's a lot of it relation based, a lot of it's service based.
1: But my point is in. in Your point's invalid or not. Okay. The aspect that I'm Unvalid, looking at. Invalid? invalid. Invalid. I speak no English. You speak good English. <laughs> you try. It's impossible. I don't necessarily want the impulse buyer.
0: While it's a great sale? I'm talking about general sales in that aspect. I'm talking about like see, like I'm talking about like like general I understand I understand there's a difference.
1: I, and but but it's but it is an important difference is that initially my clients coming over if I get that impulse buyer the short-term cost for that impulse buyer is on me. The long-term cost makes it profitable. If I get someone who comes over and starts doing business with my McDonald's but only but stays less than a year, has cost me that relation it, it, it,
0: it no, I understand because when I sold phones they used to say that for the first 6 months they'd break even and then after that it was all profit.
1: So, if, so I understand I understand that part of it. So the impulse buyer that comes over for you and well, not just what, breaking, but you're even. also
0: on a contract, so they're obviously they're not going to just leave. So there's, there's a gonna, difference. There's, there's a fee to them leaving.
1: There's a difference. Okay,
0: so I guess we're we maybe we are saying the same thing, but I, I'm just giving like a general sales rule to people that yes. are trying to own a business. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Is is a lot of times it's just a numbers game, and people need to play those numbers mm-hmm. and understand that this is a contact sport, baby. The more people you contact, the better it is. I learned that from Boiler Room. Um, Coltrane
1: it, says, "Always be closing." Yeah,
0: it's true, man. I ABC, get it. always be closing. Like, I get it. Those are fucking never been true words. Like, and closing doesn't always necessarily mean that you're like fucking trying to convince someone of uh, doing something. Yeah, you could just be closing the aspect of just taking care of them and showing that you care. Like those, all those things matter. Like, I, I'm I'm not a dirty fucking salesman. Oh no, I'm fucking just taking advantage of people. I get that, but I'm also gonna take. I'm gonna be opt- opportunistic, as uh Jay likes to, because I always tell him that all the time. <laughs> I want to be as opp- opportunistic as possible because, fuck, man, you don't have situations come up where you can do A, B, and C and yeah. make this type of money or because, you know, D, E, F and all the way to Z is fucking, you know, you barely make it any money. So it has to, there's, it's like grading on a curve almost. It's like as long as my average margin is this, mm-hmm. you're going to take some fucking orders at a low margin. you going to take some at a high margin. As long as they average out to a okay. good margin, we're good to go. I I,
1: I agree with you. I think that the problem is that, and I don't know it's a problem, I, and I'm not arguing with it, and I'm not saying you're wrong.
0: Because I didn't say anything wrong.
1: But there's a difference between selling widgets and, like, gidgets. For you, what you're selling, you get it out, you get the profit, and you're done. For, for I'll give you an example in, in banking. We have a lot of people who will bring over $100,000 and they'll put it in a, in a CD and we're paying them top dollar interest on it. If they bring that over, get interest from us for a nine-month period, then close it and jam, we've lost money because of the manpower that it takes to do all of the paperwork to get it open. We've paid them and then they leave. And I see that as my impulse buyer. Somebody who comes in and is just like, Does that yeah. happen
0: a lot? Yeah,
1: yeah, it happens a lot.
0: So people break contract and they have to pay? Not
1: contract. They just live it out to the point where they get what they want. And from a banking point of view... well, they
0: stop giving you money or what after that?
1: There's nothing profitable. You come to a bank and you give me a $100,000. I'm paying you, I'm paying you. And sure, I get to take that money and loan it out. But there's a lot of back numbers that go behind it. And if you're saying, hey, listen, this person's paying me more, this person, this person, this person, I have to top that rate, which means I'm at the top of the interest. I'm making the least amount of money just to get your business. And then you you milk it, milk it, milk it, and then you leave. That's cost me more money because I paid you the top amount, the top interest rate. Plus, it's cost me manpower and I've got nothing profitable back
0: from you. So I... It, Sounds like you. Sounds like you has to restructure your contract so that pe- when people leave, there's like a prepayment penalty or something.
1: Legally, we can't. I mean, you're right. If you leave early, yes, we can make money. But once you fulfill your contract and jam, I'm that whore. You've paid me my 20 bucks. I've sucked your dick. And now you're jamming. Well, you're a whore. And I'm a whore. Yeah. But if I get that...
0: Whore suck dick.
1: But if I get that relationship with you where you start bringing your friends around and I can start making a little bit more money. See, and likewise. I wouldn't even say that
0: impulse buying because they're signing a contract. People don't fucking... Impulse like contracts like that if, if yeah. yeah no and I mean they do but I mean like it's not
1: and we're selling different
0: things yeah yeah it's it's a different it's a different industry which I get that I guess I was more talking to like just sales day to day like selling you know, widgets
1: Sell, selling selling widgets and selling and, yourself and trust me your profit margins on the widgets are far greater than the bank's profit margins on you just a bigger cash. Money, exactly that's all it is and so while you're making let's say you're making well, that's the reason
0: why real estate agents make two three percent on yeah. purchase of homes yeah because it's so big exactly yeah no uh, and, and i and, make nothing
1: <laughs> and i'm not and, and i don't i make good money i don't detract from any of your sales approaches if you can save a client eight percent well, shit, if, I'm, if I can make 8% on my money, that's a good investment. So for it, if I'm a client and I'm saying, I can take my business, my investment, and I can make 8% with Richard, that's good money. It doesn't necessarily translate apples for apples when you're taking from something where somebody's coming to you and purchasing something versus a service-oriented business. It, it, it doesn't translate all the way, but... Where I know that...
0: If you're opening a business and I gave you that that line or that that breakdown, obviously it'd be more detailed. I would go into way more detail on every aspect. You
1: can save me 10... Let's just say... Not even like, save you.
0: I'm talking about you have a business and I was like, I can help you. Oh, end you.
1: goal. Okay. I would add something. You You started with what's your end goal? What's your path or what's your process? Okay. I would put one thing and I'm not a professional, but I would put one thing above both of those is... What's your passion? Like, is this your passion or do you just see that there's an opportunity? Because opportunity doesn't lead to success. Back in, I'm gonna say 2006, seven, eight, you could have been the dumbest motherfucker in the world, but if you signed a real estate license and passed the test, you were making 100K a year backward, like being stupid. Once that market crashed, those who weren't passionate about it didn't last. They just, uh, I've got my license or I let it lapse or whatever. But those who are passionate, they lasted. They're, they were the angel and patties that are on the wall.
0: Yeah. They, so, uh, the cream rise at the top and stay there.
1: You, you got to be passionate about, if you're going to start a business, be passionate about it. Don't just look for an opportunity that is or may be profitable. But that's the only thing that I would add to so your So I'm thinking two about steps. starting
0: a... Uh-oh consulting business so uh to answer that first question i'd be passionate about that because i feel like that would be easy for me to explain somebody how to sell something and i don't have to sell it myself i just gotta sell them on how to sell it and then when they see uh results then it'll work and then they can refer me to other people what do you think oh my bad you're pouring a drink we're not allowed to talk over each yeah casey black doesn't like when we do that so Coltrane wrote, "I've been trying for seven years. I don't know what he's talking about trying to have sex with you, maybe."
1: Uh, I think he was talking about what was it, the uh, hookers?
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. probably.
1: So here's the deal. I, I think I would love a consulting business. Low overhead, it is. <laughs> and and what's funny is that I had an I had an experience with a consulting business recently, and I'm going to keep this. I'm going to try and keep it as general as possible. While still questions. trying to make sense, because I can't give a lot of it under the NDA.
0: Um, that's not a non disclosure agreement for those of you that don't know.
1: But uh, yeah, yeah. Or who didn't see what, 50 Shades of Grey? I haven't seen it. It's funny. Okay. Quip side story Yvette wanted to watch 50 Shades of Grey. So I was like, this all right, let's put, let's put it. No, this was when she wasn't on her period.
0: <laughs> I guess that's key.
1: So we put it on. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. 100. And so she read the books. And I think she saw some of the movie, but not all of them, but we're watching it. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, Mr. Gray starts talking about like all of the dirty things that he's going to do to her. And I, I sat there and I looked at her and I go, if he's got that much money, he's got to make her sign like a non-disclosure agreement, like an NDA, like otherwise he's liable for anything he does to her. Yeah. Next scene. He's like, this is a contract, Uh. a non-disclosure agreement. I was like, see, see what happens? Like, when you were the businessman, we see these things. Like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna smack the shit out of your ass, but yeah, you're gonna case, sign just the in document. case you have
0: fucking marks on your ass. You're
1: gonna sign that. I am not liable.
0: <laughs> um, I smacked the ass before. I've told that story though. <laughs> Mark was left, but it's been I think uh, statute's statute limitations good. up. We're good,
1: it's up, it's up. Um, so I'm gonna tell you about a consulting business that I ran into and I I worked with. They came and my colleagues and I were complaining about this seven page document that we had to fill out. It was a PDF form and it, it was, it was a hassle. It was a fucking hassle. So we approached uh, the board of directors and said, look, this has to be an automated service. There's, we can't be filling out paperwork. We have to be able to type it into the computer and have it go on the internet or intranet so that we can pull it back up. Like this, this is stupid. We have to fill this out every fucking time. All we're doing is making photocopies of it, okay? They hired a consulting business to come in and streamline it. This motherfucker, this 20, late 20-year-old 20 kid, came in with this shirt fucking wrinkled, which pissed me off, number one. You're going to come into a business, iron your fucking shirt. You know what I was
0: thinking about right now when you're talking about this? It was what I would wear to these consulting meetings.
1: The, no, well, but you're the customer, not the not the. Not the uh, consultant. That's what I'm talking about. No, you do. No, don't.
0: I would be the consultant. That's what I'm talking about. I said, I didn't say it wasn't a dress bad. I said, I was thinking about what I would be wearing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Relax, sorry. I apologize. Bro. Relax.
1: Relax. I'm sorry.
0: You're getting all fucking crazy over You're here. You're right.
1: I carried over my anger and I and I put it up on you. How about I this mid
0: 20s little kid that didn't have a fucking shirt?
1: How many times do I have to apologize? One more time. I apologize. Okay. So you can move on from this. So this zit faced 20 year old kid with this fucking wrinkled shirt comes in. And he's like, oh, yeah, so uh, we've like turned it into this Excel document. And I looked at him, I said, so you took my seven-page PDF, and you turned it into a seven-page Excel document? And he goes, well, I mean, it, it's going to make it easier because you just do the drop-downs. And so then he goes, so we, we'd like to time trial this. So bring your, your client's seven-page document, and we're going to show you how easy it is to do on the Excel. So he times us. I'm taking information from PDF and transposing it to excel it took me 12 minutes well as i'm sitting down with you richard mr customer and i'm getting your information it's going to take me an hour right like I'm, I'm talking to you i'm i'm finding out about your kids which it, it doesn't go on here but it's small talk uh, while i'm uh, talk- okay and then
0: as you're entering it as i'm entering
1: like okay richard okay here's your driver's license yeah i'm putting stuff in and so you're into the this you know the getting to know somebody which takes about an hour So he goes to the board of directors and goes, yeah, that took him 12 minutes to fill out my form versus an hour. So we've saved you 75%. And I said, no, 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 no. It took me 12 minutes to transpose an hour's worth of work onto this document. So really you've cost me 25%. He was so pissed off. His company was mad. And then when they rolled it out, half of the shit was like, you couldn't use it so like social security numbers or tax ids if they started with a zero excel couldn't identify it properly because it wasn't formatted properly yeah
0: i don't know exactly what you're talking about
1: okay we paid you how much money and you can't figure out how to fucking fix that so my point being is
0: that i think you'd be a great consultant because <laughs> i could because i could save you 75 percent and still get paid because I, I think you'd be mad
1: but i think you would Knowing you as much as a dick as you are from time to time in business, honesty and transparency is vital for your success. And the bottom, he was trying to pull one over on everybody like, look at this time versus this time. Oh, look how great we are. Fuck you. No, it's not. Be realistic. You don't, you can't, as a consultant, you cannot come in and tell anyone that you can save them 75% of anything. Like that's not realistic number. I would
0: say like twenty percent would be like. Uh, uh, oh my god, that's that would a be great. Amazing. You could save me twenty
1: five percent of, dot dot dot. Oh, that's amazing. That'd be like like
0: extremely, <sighs> uh,
1: yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, I was so pissed. So when you say consultant, I'm, I know I'm I'm debating,
0: I, and I don't think I need a business license for that. I don't know. I don't think so. I. Uh,
1: uh, we should check with our legal department. Yeah. Yeah, would. but I'm down if you need help. Yeah. I mean we. Kind of started I, I this w- and it's been. I would profitable. think I would need
0: like some sort of uh, what's what I'm looking for? Um, oh, I can't think of it. It uh, like a map or what's the not a, um,
1: like a a guidebook or kind a, of uh, that's not the one you'd have for. to pick an industry that that you would primarily work from,
0: yeah. But I think I would like to talk to people in general, like a general sales, mm, general okay. sales, like. You know, be able to talk to people in like groups. i mean, when I say group, I'm talking about like hundreds of people. I'm talking about like you know, a group of like ten people. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're all trying to do sales. These are like the sales tactics that I were I would use. You know, like and then ask them individually, like what are your what are your goals? Like what are you trying to do? Like, you know, what kind of numbers are you trying to achieve? How do you expect to get there? Like what are you doing right now to get there? Like
1: one thing that I've uh in banking, I don't know why in bank I mean in McDonald's.
0: McDonald's banking.
1: McDonald's McDonald's-ing consulting is like this huge thing. Like every bank I've ever worked for has hired consultants to come in and help streamline this and streamline that. Probably
0: because like they hire someone that's been doing it for years or whatever, or they taught somebody else to do it. So like they're now, they're just, they're puppets to that, to that person with all that knowledge, you know?
1: But what's funny is you come in for like a week and then you're immediately like, here's where we see issues. I always thought if I was a consulting company, I'm not going to give you any recommendations for nine months. Yes, it's a long term. Yes, I'm going to charge you the same amount, but I'm going to get into that job and I'm going to watch people do it for 30 days at this level, 30 days at this level, six different levels the of- The reason why you don't
0: do that is because you're not going to get paid for those nine months. <clears throat> I, or get do, I get it. if you do, you better it. be the best damn fucking consultant in the world, which I'm not saying you wouldn't be, but- that's going to be a hefty number because you're going to, to get almost get paid a full year salary, but you, and you know getting paid twelve dollars an hour over the course of a year is a lot of money.
1: But you know these consulting companies get far more. So yes, you would need that one first one, or you would need a, a a investor to help you live for that nine months, and then when you're done, boom, you get a big check that will carry you over to your next deal. And but here's here's kind of my. I'll give you two scenarios. Scenario number one is consulting company that comes in and talks with your employees for three weeks and makes a recommendation. Or consulting company number two who comes in for six months and on month seven makes you a recommendation. I would think if they're both, all things being equal, the the price that you pay.
0: But they wouldn't be. That's the problem, though, because you're not going to charge somebody six months or Three months for, for for work. Three months of work for six months of your work.
1: It's contractual. They come and they say we'll know, come but in. But
0: you're, then you're gonna have to pay those people to do that mm-hmm. for three months of work
1: mm-hmm.
0: for six months. But it's all it's all part of that. I get it. What I'm saying. Would you
1: take of, Would you take a Would you take sixty six cents for reputationally being the most thorough? Yeah, but you're taking company. 50,
0: you're taking fifty. Okay, and you're putting. Uh, Fifty percent more time in. You're right. That's what I'm getting at. I'm not talking about your
1: your idea is not wrong. But once you get your reputation into the market, then you could charge. Now, if you if you
0: could say, let's say for six months, it's going to cost them ten grand. Okay. Okay. Or I'm sorry, for three months, it's cost them ten grand. Yeah. But for six months, it's cost fifteen.
1: Yeah. I can see paying that. But you'd have to build the reputation to be worth the extra cost. But, but
0: you're getting an extra three months at half the price. You're right. No, I mean it, you, you. That's have to how look you at it. That's how would add how it. So then yeah. I will teach you how to how to go to these well, people. But
1: but I'm looking at you. Got to build that reputation first. Like yeah, oh well my god, can. Richard's consulting is so thorough. They're so good. Now you can get some half-ass guys, or you can get Richard. He does cost more. Nordstrom's Nordstrom's is really the don't, same. You really
0: don't cost more though. That's what I'm no, getting at. I, you're costing more but you're getting three more or you're getting a month and a half extra of service and you're getting a more detailed uh response so that's what i'm saying it's not really you cost more it's more in that in, they're paying you right they're getting six months of service versus three months mm-hmm.
1: it's the nordstrom versus like walmart philosophy you can get a t-shirt at nordstrom you can get a t-shirt at walmart which one's better like what, what is a better store Pro- to go probably to?
0: neither. I don't know. I, I, Nordstrom's is... Are you talking about like a dress shirt or are you talking about like a white t-shirt? I'm just saying shirt. I don't know. Some of their t-shirts are kind of like whatever. I'm just saying shirt.
1: You can take back that Nordstrom shirt six years later. They'll take it back.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I guy. just We just returned something to Costco the other day. We bought it last year in August, so they took it back.
1: Not bad. Costco's another one. Costco's one of those places like... Yeah, help.
0: but we're not taking it back because we're just being stupid. We're taking No, yeah. It, it actually, it was a speaker that got watered in. It was supposed to be waterproof. mm. Made no sense. So,
1: so, given given the idea of starting your own company, venturing out on your own versus um, uh, going the more corporate route, yeah, watching Tiger play golf, watching
0: uh, you say watching watching is that what you're saying? Yeah, watching. I feel like your agent just came out right there. Maybe
1: you? I've been drinking most of the evening. <laughs> And then watching Damian Lillard literally close literally. out, literally close out the series on a his buzzer face was beater. so fucking muddy, huh? Yeah. Dude, when he waved goodbye, I was like, okay, that's fucking pimp. Like, I would be pissed if I was OKC, but Russell,
0: West, Russell probably wanted to
1: punch his ass. That's pimp, dog. Like, I shoot that three buzzer beater, thirty-seven feet, end the series, and I wait, like, bye. What, what can you say? Like, fuck it, we got it. That's twice. Twice he's fucking done that to us. I know you wrestled. I did. With men. With men. In tights, actually. Um, with like one milliliter or one one millimeter separating your
0: genitals and another man's genitals. Sometimes from your face, too. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, just so you know, since we're speaking about wrestling, I know you're going to get into something, but uh, the Pan Am Games was this week in Pan American Games mm-hmm. for wrestling. This is the first time ever that the not just the United States, but any country in general has swept that. United States won gold in every weight class. Really? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Way to go, America! Yeah. fucking we'll hashtag. Happens, f- we'll, we'll see what happens in, in the uh, Olympics, but
1: hashtag freedom. God damn it! Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So being is that you wrestled, and also being is that you you've played softball. You've played team sports before. Yeah, I played football. Which you played football? Yeah. Which? Well, when I was younger than my. Oh, first okay. Yeah, yeah, year. yeah. Which Which one do you prefer? Individual or team, uh, and I, I and that's, I guess it's hard. Like, which one do you prefer? But
0: I prefer to watch team sports. Okay, I I don't know why. I mean, I I can't really. I mean, watching football obviously is the number one sport, and then basketball right behind that, and baseball. Um, but when it comes to like, I was having this conversation with Robert when I was in San Diego.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Rob. Th- hey, thanks for making time for me while I went down there, bro. <laughs> he doesn't even listen to our podcast anymore. Oh, fuck said,
0: him. Uh, I'm just kidding, Rob. He, I love We him. were talking about how, um, you know, what he wanted to do with his son and, like, you know, if he wanted to put him in football or not, you know, because the whole, like, CT. Concussion. Thing and all that. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I get it, man. Like, that's probably something that is definitely going to concern people as they get older, like, with mm-hmm. kids. And I was like, you know, but. When you're like individual sports, like boxing or even wrestling, like, you know, there's there's possibly still there. Right. Did you
1: have concussions when you wrestled?
0: I don't remember. I've been slammed, though. Like I have videos of my ass ass being slammed. Uh, But that conversation was really based on the fact that he was talking about how like he wanted to make sure because, you know, he lives in a pretty nice area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like he's not definitely anywhere near the generational wealth, the generational wealth that's out there, you know, Uh, even though he lives in a good area. The kids that he goes to school with, or the kids that he, where he teaches, or where, where his kids will go to school, they're gonna be around people that are fucking made of money, right? Right, right. So he's like, "What do I gotta do to like teach these kids to be better individuals, better workers, better?" You know, we were talking about the whole, uh, millennial outside thing. And all outside
1: that. of the the sport, yeah, I'm not just coaching the sport. i I'm. He's thinking, I want to coach good athletes men. and I want to coach good Yeah, that's one of the things he men. said. He
0: said that he was at a coach's conference and that his coach was like, they were harping on, like we're we're coaching these kids for after mm-hmm. college because he teaches college kids um, to be like great men or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, one of the greatest things that happened to me was joining the wrestling team. I was like, because I'd never done an individual sport before that. Mm. You know, I've always been in team sports. I'm like, Once you join an individual sport, you realize that anything good and anything bad that happens to you is is on you because of you. So I had this conversation, too, with Joanna and her two boys uh, or the two older boys. uh, And they're in jujitsu. Right. And uh, I don't know. I I think I don't remember what happened, but uh, the grandma was talking about. Oh, like the oldest one. Oh, he's so good. This, this, and that. And I, I mean, whatever he may be good. good, he may be yeah. great. Whatever. I don't, know. I don't even yeah. know. Uh, so he was talking. He was telling me, oh, like, they call me Buddy. Buddy, you don't know. I'm so good at jujitsu. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mean this to be a dick or whatever. But I asked him. I said, oh, you are. I knew what place he took. But I right. was like, you're the greatest. I'm like, so how did you at your last tournament? And he got quiet. I'm like. Well, how'd you do? He's like, I took second. I was like, so you're not the greatest. Mm. And I'm like, I'm only saying that to you because regardless of what you think, somebody proved that they're better than you. Yeah, I'm not saying that he's better than you all the time. Maybe he just been better than you that day. Right. But you need to understand, you can't come to me see you're the greatest until you are on that pedestal and you're number one. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm going to practice harder. And, you know, he's a little good. kid. Yeah. So I don't know. You know. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Whatever. Good. Go but, for it. Yeah. But in my mind, I, I, like, to me, that was a learning experience for him because he's been playing team sports. He ha- He's on a really good baseball team. He doesn't play a lot, mm-hmm. you know, but he's on a really good baseball team. So, you know, obviously, he thinks he's good at baseball, which I'm not saying he is or isn't. I just, in his team, he doesn't play that much. But when it comes to individual sports, he might be good, but he's not the best, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I'm not trying to, like, that's semantics, obviously, but... To me, that taught me like, where like winning and losing is important. And, like, and even if you do lose, like how do you react to those losses? And like, I don't know. To me, I just I I prefer individual sport for my kids growing up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't have any kids, but if I did have kids, I would probably put a board in individual sports than team sports because the truth is, you have nobody else to blame but yourself.
1: Right, and you know, producer Rick, if he was here, he would probably say the same thing as you because he. Well, high school track is a team, it's well, so team wrestling, sport. a
0: team sport. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Individually, yeah. In, in every individual aspect, the
1: school wins
0: based off your small whether whatever. you
1: won, you got a point.
0: They lost,
1: uh, that goes to the other. Sc- so, track being the same way, producer Rick was like, "Nah, I mean, individual sports was was the best thing." <clears throat> and I'm, and I don't think that anyone can say. One is, one hundred percent. It's better than the other. It's opinion. It's opinion. Uh, I like the idea of the team sport aspect, and we could learn part,
0: something from both aspects. I mean, you're totally right. One hundred percent. You're scenarios. right.
1: You're right. Um, the Damian Lillard had he not had the game that he had, that series is still going. You know what I mean? And so there is something to the aspect of team sports where. Let's say you're the best LeBron player James. on that team. You're carrying that team. So now that's preparing you to be a leader. And again, I, for, for the record, I'm not saying individual sports don't teach this. But there is something to being the leader where everyone looks to you and says, what do we do? All right, I'm going to carry you on my back. But what if
0: you're not that person?
1: But what if you're not that person?
0: They, I, don't they, think,
1: they... I don't think it detracts you from life. Again, everyone is their own person. You're going to make your own path. Maybe you look at that and you're like, oh, LeBron James is on my Little League team. I'm not going to be that. But here are like key things that I've learned from that person that I can carry forward. And I'll give you an example. And this isn't a team sport, but it's more job related. At a previous employer, there was a change in management. Some people left, things were shuffled around, so forth and so on. I then reported to someone who I was equal to before on day one, day two, they were my boss. Day one, when we were equals, we were working together. I've got this, you've got this, we got, we're got we're, we're gelling. Day two, it became a, you need to do this, you need to do this you need to do this and it changed from a lead by example to lead by I told you and very quickly I said no I don't work well or this is not the environment that I want to work in where someone is dictating what to do in this interim period
0: such a prima donna
1: sure give it to me but what it also taught me is when I am in that situation Do not dictate to people. Hey, I might be, you might be reporting to me, but until the dust settles from all of these changes, let's grab this shit together and move forward. If suddenly you were put in charge of your sales department, I would hope that you don't immediately go, I'm not doing sales. I'm telling everybody else to do sales. What I would hope, and I I know you well enough is to say, hey, guys, I'm in my office now, but look at all the phone calls I'm making. And not not obviously word for word, but look at all the phone calls I'm making. I just closed 65,000. I just closed 8,000. I just closed 2,000, but I also closed 100. Where are we at? Where are we at versus where are you at? So there is something to the, the team aspect that can be learned. You look and you see, I'm not number one. But I see good traits. I see bad traits. There is something to being somebody who has a great day. And you're. let's say you're not the best player, but you're on fire that day. You're draining threes, whatever it might be. Ron Artest, he was definitely not the best player on the Lakers. Kobe. But in the finals, game four, was it the finals of sem- uh, no, or conference? It, it might have been conference. You're talking
0: against Phoenix. Conference. Yeah, I think it was game four, game five.
1: We don't get to the finals... Had LeBron not, or had Kobe taken that shot from three, missed. Bad Ron Artest, oh. Ron Artest comes down baseline, gets the rebound, puts it back. Came over. Game. LeBron was, or Ron Artest was not the best player on the team, but for that day, that moment, Wheaties, he was there.
0: I got my Wheaties,
1: and I think there's certain things that you can you can glean from that. You can take those moments forever with you. I don't know if there were wrestlers who never won a match. Like they were just awful. So they never had that one moment that they can rely back on that said, in the right moment, I was there at the right time. I took advantage and I did it. And I'm going to take that moment and carry it forward. And in team sports, you have people who never had that either. But sometimes in team sports, you were the reason. You were not the best but you were the reason that that team won the game or whatever it might have been.
0: I mean, there's always going to be an exception to the rule in anything you talk about. So you're, you, I guess what I'm getting at is when you're an individual, individual sport, whether you win or you lose, it's really all on you. So those are the that's kind true. of situations is you, when it comes to work, because I'm assuming you're talking about work and like life is your success is going to be based on what you put in. And that's what I'm getting at is because just like we were talking about earlier about, uh, when We were talking about Candice and, and, and the amount of work she put in to get to where she's at. It didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen just because like it happened because of hard work and dedication. So when it comes to life and coming from high school to college, college to, you know, your profession or whatever, for people that want to look at someone and be like, why are they in that position or why are they successful or what? It's because you don't fucking put in that extra hour of work. You don't put in that extra effort. excuse me, you don't put in that extra whatever it is. You're just, you're an employee. That's all you are. And that's what you want to be because that's what you choose to be.
1: Paul George. Somebody who I personally think shied away from the limelight of Los Angeles, decided to stay in OKC and will probably for the rest of his contract in OKC get bounced in the first round.
0: And he'll probably get a statue in front of the fucking... um,
1: If if you're not willing... I think, was it Ford? I think Ford had this saying in one of their commercials. If you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. And I'm not saying... I am a proverbial number two, and I'm okay with that. But
0: you know that... I think that's self-awareness. That's something that you...
1: I'm not the captain of and the I'm ship. Not, and
0: I'm not always a captain either. I, I I'm definitely understand. I could be the captain in certain cases, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to get in line when it's... I say it's above my pay grade kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I can't make these decisions kind of thing.
1: I actually... I self-awareness you were saying i know that i am a better co-pilot than i am a pilot but that's where i excel and i can put myself in a position where my pilot allows me to stretch myself grow a little bit and i can be with pilots who are like no stay stay behind me i don't like the pilots to say stay behind me but i know that i I don't excel as the lead dog. But where I've, I've always found myself is in that niche that is absolutely vital to that captain or whoever it might be. And there's something to that. And and I think a lot of people downplay my personality. Oh, well, if, if you're not Kobe Bryant, if you're not Michael Jordan, then you're a shit player. Well, it's great, but... In the history of basketball, you've got two killers. Neither one of them had success without a co pilot. Kobe wasn't successful without Shaq or Powell. Michael wasn't successful without Pippin. Later, was. that a question or was that? Robin? That? <laughs> uh, uh, not Robin, um, Rod Men. Well, Pippin was on all six he championships. He so. wasn't all. But yeah. so. I know that I would be far more like Powell if I had to align my personality than Kobe. But you can't tell me that Kobe would have won championships without Powell. So I don't know your take. Give give me your take on
0: no. I don't. What di- I just said. I think that I don't disagree. I, I think that's just you understanding who you are. Whether uh, whether you learn that through sports or or just through life experiences. I mean, that's. That's only only you know that answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? oh, yeah. the, the question really was... And like, I don't
1: think it's one or the other. Yeah, it could it's be both.
0: Just... I, I, I just think that sometimes people are just wired a different way. So therefore, they they go about things differently. Which maybe if I would have never joined a, a, a individual sport, I would still feel the same way about yeah, who I am. Maybe. It's possible. But I know there are a lot of people that wrestling specific because of kind of the grind. When you meet another wrestler, like whether you were great or you sucked or they were great than they sucked, like there's a certain respect between the two. You went through it. Because you know what kind of bullshit you went through. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so it's there, like any
1: football player is like, you went through two a days, three a days. Yeah, and fuck, see, yeah, as a wrestler, we laugh at that sucks. because that
0: shit's nothing. Right. Because that was like a normal workout for us. Right. You know, um, I mean, i give you an example of me meeting a guy at outside salesman for another cup, a company and he wrestled and we had a small conversation about that and it was just kinda of like you grind, I grind, and we don't yeah. we know what we need to do to be successful because of the life that we lived. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You take that with you. So uh, I mean to answer your original question, I, I don't know. I, I just to watch, I prefer to watch team sports. Okay. But if I had like a family, I would put my kids in a in a in an individual sport because I think that's what they learn the most about themselves.
1: S- Self reliance so to speak. Um, yeah, it's, you know, as RJ is getting older, I'm looking at it and I'm like trying to explain to him and, and teach him.
0: I mean, you can still do both. You can still put a in two sports. Oh, 100%. Sports, individual, individual
1: yeah. Sports. yeah, 100%. And, you know, it's just, a, it's a. I would never choose one over the other. Just like I have tried in my life to learn. I've tried to learn to put on a suit But I've also tried to learn to put on a work belt. And I think you know me well enough to know that Monday through Friday, I can tie a tie Saturday and Sunday.
0: You'd be surprised how many people don't know how to tie a tie. Oh
1: no. Yeah. But what I'm saying is from a greater point of view, from from the Renaissance man point of view is (laughs) tie a tie Monday through Friday on Saturday, put on that work, work belt, carry something, build something, do something. Learn multiple aspects because there's plenty of people out there who can put on a suit but can't do anything with their hands. And there's plenty of people out there who can do with their hands but can't do anything with their brain. And, you know, shout out to our group. I think we can all do both.
0: I'm not very good with my hands unless it's a woman.
1: Well, even at that, <laughs> I think you're
0: better with your drill in your hand. Uh, today was an interesting conversation, it was weird not weird i think i liked it i I, it makes me like i like talking business i i mean i don't know if anybody got anything from uh from this but if anybody ever wants to hit me up and ask me like any kind of at least from my point of view sales questions like i'm not i'm always open to people that i know so
1: i can't help you but if you need help with how to make a big mac hit me up
0: (laughs) all right guys well we'll see you next week peace later